Well, hey friends, it's John. Welcome to Hope Waffles. Well, hello friends and welcome back to this episode of the Hope Waffles podcast. I hope you're doing well. Um, and that your Friday has has begun on a on a high note. Uh, thank you so much for for joining us today as we wrap up our third week of content. So today we're finishing up the series we've been in this week titled Hope and World, and we've been looking at how the physical world around us is is chock full of reminders and uh, symbols and things that just call us to hope, things that remind us of God's presence. Um, we've been looking at how, um, in you know, in our modern world, a lot of these symbols have been kind of drained of their their spiritual imagination. Um, that we look at wind and just see it as a natural phenomenon, as a as a weather phenomenon, um, when really a lot of these things throughout human history have been sources of great. Um, reflection and um, consideration about the nature of the spiritual world and our relationship to God. And so, hope I uh, hope this week has just been a, a nice little reminder to you that um, that God is very present and that He uses what is already around us, um, the the raw material of life, to call our attention toward Him. So today we're continuing to look at senses, and we're going to look at taste and smell today, and how those point us, continue to point us, I should say, to um, God's creative potential and the, the unique way that he's wired each and every one of us. Right. The reality is that um, food doesn't have to be enjoyable, right? Right. Um, we look at the vast majority of the world. Food is just f- what that. It's just food. It's just the the, the natural things um, that one must consume in order to survive. For every other, basically every other creature on the face of the planet. But for us, there's a unique experience we, where we we taste and we smell, and somehow that creates a, a new sense of joy and. Uh, like profound sense of goodness in us. And so we're going to reflect a little bit about how that continues to point us toward hope. And so our friend Alex is back with us today. And so I'm going to give it over to her for a few minutes. I think there's a lot of things to love about low church models, if you will. But one of the saddest things is you know, all the smells and bells are gone. Like incense has a huge space actually in um, in worship and in liturgy. Um, and and it's easy to forget that if that's not a faith tradition that you come from. Uh, but engaging all of the senses is something that's very important. And even, I mean, think about it. The thing that God left us to remember is eating like the flesh and blood, right? It's like a very tactile taste this, eat my body, drink my blood. Like if that's not real and weird, then I don't know what is. Um, and, and do this in remembrance of me, do this in remembrance of me. And we talked a while ago about it's so easy to forget. And what are the easiest things to remember, right? It's the things that we taste. It's the things that we touch. It's the things that we smell. 
smell is so linked to memory you know you like smell something somewhere and you're like grandma um, it just is like it it really gets you um and it really helps us remember and tie emotions together and so i think it's really important in in hope and, and again we're we see examples in the psalms we see examples in the proverbs we see um, in corinthians where it's you're the sweet aroma like all of these things are very important to God uh, because it's how we take in this beautiful world that was created. It's how we engage in it. It's how we can see hope and feel hope and taste hope, right? It's the way that comfort food brings joy. And in this time of this pandemic where everything feels kind of up, up in arms, so many people are sharing recipes and that's making us feel so grounded the way that we can share meals and and then on the flip side of that we haven't been able to share meals with people that we love we haven't been able to connect around the table in a way that is so grounding and so beautiful um, to break bread together and i think that we're all feeling that that's part of again some of this collective trauma and grief that we're feeling because we can't gather and share meals uh, in a way that is that's one of the most beautiful ways to connect with each other is to share a meal. It was just such good and needed perspective from Alex. There she was reflecting on uh, the power of the Lord's Supper as a as a tool to to remind us of God's presence and Jesus's presence in our lives. So the other question that I've gotten a lot is, um, what are like what are some ways to actually prayerfully uh, consider these things? To prayerfully work your way through um, these sort of reflective exercises. And so, uh, seeing as how Alex is a uh, an official spiritual director, um, and that's that's a main part of what spiritual directors do um, when they as they work with people is to to walk them through these sort of things. I asked her to also reflect a little bit about what practices could look like to help us keep these things in the forefront of our mind. So here's Alex again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the Ignatian examine is one of the places, you know, frequently asking, and that can look a lot of different ways, but asking, where did you see God? Where did you take the invitation? Um, And where did you deny the invitation? And what can you learn from that? Um, I think it's helping people uh, reframe a lot of guilt. I think a lot of the faith traditions that we come from come really steeped in a poor understanding of what sin is. And so people are actually carrying around a lot of trauma, a lot of abuse, a lot of guilt within themselves that they see directly tied to their relationship with God. And so a lot of meeting with people is really helping them just notice that it's happening um, and, and then offering them something specific to take its place. And again, that looks different for, for every person, but so many of the practices are just so simple it's about breathing it's about noticing it's about naming those things Um, and it depends on the person some some people love to um, 
some people love to write and so it looks like that some people love to sing and so it looks like that some people love to speak aloud some people love to stretch um to walk and so it's also really honoring who god created us all to be and then in that um the more that we honor that the more that we honor the presence of god in us and among us Well, friends, once again, thank you for joining us today on the Hope Waffles podcast. I hope that um, Alex's reflection today stirred some some thoughts and some some new ways of looking at uh, seemingly mundane, everyday things as as an invitation from God to uh, experience Him and to be loved by Him. One of my favorite professors always used to to tell us. Um, the, the few classes that I had with him in, in my seminary work, he used to always start every class by saying, uh, you know, this is not a class. This is not, you are not taking a class. This is not an academic experience. This is a spiritual experience. This is an experience in loving Jesus and in being loved by Jesus. And so I'm hoping through this, this week's content, you were able to, to get a little bit of a picture of that that literally every day we are surrounded by opportunities to love Jesus and be loved by Jesus. And so, I, and I hope for you today, that's, that's a source of strength and that's a source of hope uh, that Jesus is calling you uh, and he will not stop calling you. Uh, and so take the invitation today, friends. I want to leave you with the words of Psalm 34, since we talked today about taste, uh, Psalm 34, verse 8 says, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Know, friends, that you are loved. You are not alone. Hold on to hope and live that hope out for the people you love and the good of our world.